0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale.
1: This is Reba and welcome to Rooted Deep. Allison and I are here today and we are finishing up the last session in a series on living out your faith uh, in this world that is around us in in our everyday lives in in such a practical way. And I think this is a great way, Allison, to kind of kick off the new year and, and our new podcast series this year. Because it's so important for success in our own lives. And that's a key part of what we talk about on this podcast.
0: And you're right. And I think that one of the things that we're constantly, especially being with the Rooted Deep podcast, trying to give each other tools and trying to share tools that we have so that when we are... Um, in our, in our daily walk, in our daily life, there are some things that we're remembering to do, um, Mm. but it comes from that being rooted deep. And so everything that we've talked about, even up until this point, I feel like is a good, is a good preparation for it to set up for the rest of the year to set up all of the, you know, all of the other things that we want to talk about, all of the other things that we want to do in our ministries and in our lives, I feel like starts with some practical tips on living out our faith. And what it looks like. And uh, we're we're gonna switch gears just a little bit because we've been talking yes, we about are. uh you know, we've been talking about living out our faith in a worldly, you know, in society and and yeah. and among a lost world. But this one today is gonna be a little bit more of a challenge because it's what does it look like to live out our faith among believers, among mm. our family of, of, of yeah. believers?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I don't know that this is not the hardest
0: one, right? Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I don't know that it's not the hardest one uh, because there is a sense of, of comfort mm-hmm. uh, that I think, especially those who grew up in church and yeah. grew up in kind of the Christian world. Um, there's a sense of, I know the drill here. I know yeah. how it's done here. I mean, yeah, you and I are both products of that. Mm-hmm. we both grew up in christian homes christian families you know had the influence of christian schools in our lives and uh, all of those things and uh, so we we can you know you on any given day i can pull this off yeah whether it's real or not i can pull it off
0: right because
1: yeah. i know what it looks like yeah. to li- to act talk speak and do life in this church world
0: Yeah. And I know how to, I know the lingo. So I know what to say. I know what to wear. I know how to, you know, I even know how to sing, um, as far as, you know, and the worship and all of that we do like, and it's, it's almost like when we get among our, our tribe, uh, our Christian, uh, whether it's within the church or whether it's our Christian family or Christian friends, it's almost like we, we kind of go on autopilot, especially Mm -hmm. those, like you, you said, those those who have, we've been in it so long, we just kind of uh, like you said, we, we just know what to say, what to do, how to how to act. And then we can kind of blend and maybe float a little bit um, mm-hmm. in, you know, in this in this environment. And that's when so that's what we're we're not ready for. Um, that's that's why we wouldn't be ready when it uh, is time to take a stand in side the christian church because like wait wait a minute we're all you know and and we can get i think we can get surprised and that's where you said it a lot of people get derailed by this kind of thing because they've lived for so long with this external mm. shell of, of i know what to do i know what to say i have the costume on but they're there it's becoming more and more inauthentic less and less genuine yeah. um and less strong on the inside
1: yeah i i think we've become in many cases, cultural Christians.
0: Mm. Um,
1: you know, we, we understand the culture Yeah, and we, we can, we can do the culture and, you know, Jesus, when he first came out and began to teach and speak, in fact, one of the very first messages that he delivered the sermon on the Mount. Okay. Um, Jesus is speaking to a group of people who know how to be culturally religious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I mean, his audience is some of the most culturally religious people there are on the planet, okay? These are people that are living to keep the law. These are people who check all the boxes. Oh, absolutely. Many of the audience would have had the first five books of the Old Testament memorized and Mm -hmm. come on now that's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, (laughs) Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Some of us can't even read those books today. We're like, okay, let's skip those books. Okay. (laughs) And these people had them memorized. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Jesus is going to, I mean, how do you, what do you say to people? Yeah. who are very, very religious and are very, very uh, knowledgeable about the the scriptures and mm-hmm. who are very culturally, everything they do, uh, the way they dress, the feast, the way they eat, everything is indoctrinated in this religious culture. What yeah. does Jesus say to them? And it's, it's amazing in Matthew chapter five, how mm-hmm. Jesus goes straight to their heart and right. He begins to talk about those who hunger for righteousness and those who demonstrate mercy and those who he really drills down. Mm. Blessed are the pure pure in the heart. In heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he really drills down to are do you have a pure heart? Not mm-hmm. are you acting yeah. in a pure way, yeah. but do you have a pure heart? Because the I mean all of us to some degree can fake it with the best of them. Oh and yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we can, and we can mm-hmm. pretend and we know how to put on the mask and we know yeah. how to get it done. And people would have no idea
0: mm-hmm.
1: that the, our hearts are impure.
0: Yeah. And, and this, Jesus yeah.
1: knows that about this group of people. And so right. that's what it speaks into.
0: And I think it's interesting, like you said, it's, it's all heart issues. None of it is external. He's not, Mm -hmm. you know, none of it is blessed are the ones who can sing, uh, you know, all four (laughs) verses of this hymn or blessed are the ones who do a double handed praise and worship hand raise, you know, blessed, blessed are those who go who show up for church. You know, he didn't even say that he's, he's talking. I mean, he is, he's talking to the heart of the issue and, and I think so many times when we are looking for, uh, looking for that authentic person, mm-hmm. you know, they usually when we talk about the people who are authentic and the people who we really are drawn to, and the people who we find, um, we find support in. Mm-hmm. They check all of these boxes. They are the peacemakers, the pure in heart, the um, you know, the merciful. They do hunger and thirst after righteousness, and so this is I, this is an excellent place to start when we're talking about living our faith in action among the believers. Mm-hmm. This this uh, the Sermon on the Mount, especially that pure in heart bi- verse right there, is so important because so many times people who are in church, it's it's and and we've I've been guilty of it. I'm not gonna say we. I've been guilty of it in the past, being yeah. that kind of a two-toned, uh, mm-hmm. having a two-toned heart, right?
1: Yeah. You know, um, James calls it a divided heart. You mm-hmm. know, um, you can see a double-minded, okay, mm-hmm. man. Um, and I think what's interesting is as Jesus continues on in the sermon, he he starts making comparisons. He said, you know, you've heard it said in old times, mm-hmm. and he's referring back to the law. Yeah. Okay. Thou shalt not mm-hmm. kill Yeah. But I say to you Mm -hmm. that if you hate, so, you know, then you've already killed somebody in your heart, right? You've already committed murder in your heart. So what Jesus is doing is he's driving, he's driving the people back to, wait a minute, you stand there and you say, well, I've never killed anybody. Yeah. And you think you're righteous because you've never killed anybody. But Jesus says, let me take you, let me take you to the heart of the matter. Do you hate people? Yeah. Because if you hate people, then Mm -hmm. basically you are a murderer. But you're yeah. just a murderer in the heart. Yeah. And so Jesus is driving us back, not just them back, but he's driving us back to do we have, I think, a divided heart? And I think the are pure, are we pure in our hearts and at the core of who we are? And I think this is where is the secret sauce to being who we ought to be among each other
0: mm-hmm. in the church. Yeah. Um,
1: because goodness gracious. Um, we can do it. We can fake this with the best. And we, we are so in many times under the steeple, we are double-minded. Our hearts are not pure and yet we are going through the motions Mm -hmm. of all of our religious trappings and all of the culture of Christianity. And we raise our hands, like you said, and we sing the songs and we do the thing. And, and, and yet
0: Mm -hmm.
1: our hearts aren't in it.
0: Yeah. And I, and we, when we talk about, I feel like the double-mindedness or the pure in heart, I so many times motive, the motive that drives us. And why do we bother going through the motions? Mm -hmm. It's, it's pride. We don't want to be seen for, for, for who we really are. And so we've, Mm -hmm. so that's, I mean, that's where the pure in heart comes in. It's like, what motivates you to really play that game and and look like and mm-hmm. you know and do and try to fit into the to, to the christian culture what's the motivation is it because you is it obedience or is no. it i don't want anybody to see who i really am and yeah. again that's you know that's the that the complete opposite to to pure in heart that is that double-minded yeah. nature i want to mm-hmm. look one way but i really want to live another and yeah. it's completely unstable. And that's where people within the church, they, all of a sudden you start picking up on that. You really, mm-hmm. you really do because it does show, um, you know, your your skin is going to show eventually.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I think here's the thing. God gave us, we, we get this clearly as we read through the New Testament. God gave us the body of believers, the mm-hmm. church. The, the, we, God gave us each other so that we could, so that we could survive, so that we Mm -hmm. could thrive, so that we could, we would, we would have, Mm -hmm. um, this encouragement in this world. Right. And, and I think so many times we're missing out on the beauty that is the body. Yeah. Because we are so bent on, okay, I've got to make sure that people think I've got my act all together mm-hmm. or I've got to just, go, I'm just going to go and go through the motions. This is what I yeah. do every Sunday. I just yeah. go through the motions, but my heart is, it's just not in it. Mm-hmm. And I think over time, yeah, when we see people whose heart is not in it over time, what ends up happening is we have a church filled with people yeah. who are jaded. Mm-hmm. They are really just showing up yeah, and they are their their lives are completely different when they walk out the door mm-hmm. than when they walk in the door. And I wonder sometimes why they're even still coming
0: right. exactly. And it's and it's exhausting. And that's why after a while, mm. if you can't keep up the charade, You know, it's, it's going to be broken. And so that's when, when is exposed? It's most likely and probably the quickest exposed once you get home and your family Mm -hmm. sees the real you, Mm -hmm. um, and you know, or it's exposed, like even before you get home on your way home, you, you know, stop and get something to eat. And, 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 um, that's probably why Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday because they don't want all of the unhappy Christians to, (laughs) to show up. They're like, no, we don't want church people on here on Sundays. Um, word. And so, that's no, cool. but you, you just, you just think about when, when will it be exposed? Because it is, it is exhausting to live two different lives, but so many of us do it. And that's when, and so that's when it's exposed in, um, in either critical nature within the church or divi- you know, divisive spirit. <laughs> or the gossipy, um, clicks that we see within the church, you're, you know, you're not holding, we're not holding one another up to a standard. We're really just, you know, all of a sudden, you know, showing our true skin, um, and, you know, we're like, Oh, you know, the outward appearance. And, and there's so many of us that are living like that. And, and it's not, and, and that's why when we get out of the church, you know, it's like, just break the shell. It's, it's all over the place. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think some of the greatest hurts uh through the years of counseling mm-hmm. people um the some of the greatest hurts. Yeah. that I have listened to have all come under the umbrella of the church. Yeah. Um there are people who have walked away from faith.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And and today we live in an era where people are deconstructing their faith. Why are yeah. people deconstructing their faith? Why why are people trying to tear their faith down and build it back up in a different looking way. And I think so much of it, it's not because Jesus has failed us. No, it is not because the word of God proved itself to be untrue. Mm -mm. It is not because anything that God said is not working, right? It is because we live in a church filled with broken people who are not at all interested and being pure in heart and living out their faith in yeah. a real authentic way. Um, and that, and, and it shows up in the church yeah. and, um, and the heartache and the pain and the debris field. Yes. That it, that litters, the church mm-hmm. is just horrifying.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and one of the first things that we can do, we can—it's almost like a checklist. If you go back mm-hmm. through the Sermon of the Mount, if we if we look through that and say, okay, um, you know, there's some things that I need to change about my mm-hmm. own life, so that when I am among all of the other church people in in church, and we're all together. There are some things and go through the, the checklist of the Sermon of the Mount and, and, and go through Jesus's yeah. words. I mean, if you're going to live like somebody and if you want authentic mm-hmm. and he and if you want him to get to the heart of the nature and say, OK, because we all know we've 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 used the sermon illustration. I don't know how many times if it's rotten at the root, it's going to be rotten at the fruit, you yeah, know, and so be. that's what this that's what the Sermon of the Mount is is going and I remember one time my husband I mean he's planted I don't know how many I've used this before he's planted so many lime trees in our yard and they've never they're really pretty trees but they're not you know they're not and so one time he went to the grocery store he got a bag of limes came home and taped the limes onto the tree you know because he was like he was like i'm gonna have fruit on this tree i'm just gonna tape it on here and that's what we do right that's what we do instead of digging and going through the root which is what the sermon of the mount is let's get Mm. back down to you know to fix that so that it will grow you know we just we go to church we we go to the we stop at the store we tape some limes onto our tree and and we go in and and we try to fake it um until the until the limes rot off and 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 but why is that? It's because we're not going through that list yep. of the Sermon of the Mount and saying, are we being merciful? Are we pure in heart? Where are we? Just that mm-hmm. Psalm 139, search me, oh God, and see if there is anything mm-hmm. that looks like it's not supposed to look.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this, you know, hunger and thirsting after righteousness. Mm-hmm. And 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 when we go, like you said, if we go through this as a checklist and say, Lord, does this describe my life? Mm. Um, then what it ought to do is cause us to pause, to reflect, to bring right. conviction. And we ought to say, okay, wait a minute. And my response ought to be brokenness yeah. over my condition yeah. and surrender to, to oh, wait a minute, Lord, I'm not, I don't hunger after mm-hmm. you. I yeah. don't, I, you know, I, I don't show mercy. I have no, I I, I am not pure of heart. There right. There's nothing like this. And I think you know, um, the, the, the lie that Satan oftentimes tells us is, okay, so you got to go out and fix yourself. Okay. <laughs> and that's the biggest lie in the world because we yeah. can't make yeah. ourselves pure in heart and we right. cannot naturally, we don't naturally hunger and thirst after mm-hmm. righteousness. And so yes. we understand that all of those things come as the Holy spirit lives in us and he yes. has his way to work in us. And that means right. sur- that's why the surrender part surrender. is important yeah. because I'm like, okay, I, every day I'm going to surrender to your way, to your will, to your work mm-hmm. in my life. I want these things. And it would be a great prayer to turn, to turn the, these, uh, this, these beatitudes mm-hmm. into a prayer and just say, okay, yeah. Lord, I want this. I want this in my life. Show me, right. teach me what this looks like to have. Because until we have this, I don't think we can live an authentic, genuine faith, especially inside the, the mm-hmm. house of God and amongst yeah. other believers who we are actually called yeah. to do life with. You know, yeah. Paul says in Corinthians that the body of Christ should resemble a real body. It, mm-hmm. Some people act as hands and feet, and noses and eyes, but we all come together and, and all of us together are doing
0: something that none of us apart can do. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and you can't fake it either. Right. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot fake any of these things on the list, but then when you're, when you are called to live, it's not when it, you know, yeah, absolutely. When uh, we are called to live among the body. And like you said, function, yeah. how, how, how we were made to function and connected. We're never made to be, you know, in isolation. And so that, that's where, because we have so much, we have so much work to do outside the church, but the real, the, the Mm. preparation time and that, that hard, Mm -hmm. you know, you practice six days a week for game day, you know, on, and it's the same way you need to get that energy up um, before. And that's where, that's where you should be getting your energy from is the body of Christ. But I don't think um, most of us, I, I yeah. don't think that's where it comes.
1: No, I, I don't think so either. And because of that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, because we're we're skeptical of the very the very people that we sit around in yeah. in on in a church service, or because we've been hurt by so many, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us many times have just kicked kicked it into neutral. Yeah, and we we still believe the Bible, and we still believe Jesus, and we know He's coming back, and and we understand all this stuff, but um, we don't want to go. I mean, we don't want to get too crazy because that's how you get hurt Mm -hmm. and we don't want to get, you know, and and I think there's a call for us yeah, for those of of us that are listening. There's a call for us to say, wait a minute, God has called us to, um, in fact, we often call them the one another's of the Bible. God Mm -hmm. has called us to, you know, to be this level of one Mm -hmm. another as believers in Christ coming together as the body of Christ, mm-hmm. um, to be able to, to do some things to one another, for one another, right? in order that we might be able then to go out and to serve and love mm-hmm. and to minister to a lost world.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And we, no wonder we can't minister to a lost world because we can't get this part right either. Yes, And so what I find is oftentimes Allison, we're doing this in reverse. Mm-hmm. Our we're, the people who we enjoy spending the most time with or, or that we, you know, is the people who don't make us feel convicted and they're, they're not right. doing anything like the body of Christ should be doing. That's the place where we find, okay, that's the place I feel the most comfortable. Yeah. And, the, and the place I feel the least amount of comfort and the least connection is in the church itself. And that mm-hmm. shit should not be that way.
0: It shouldn't. And so, you know, we've given you this list, you know, not we uh, Christ did in Matthew five, the sermon of the, on the Mount. And so those are heart issues, but then throughout the rest of the, Mm. the new Testament, they are action and, 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 uh, and, and, proactive steps actually practical steps that it is there's verbs that go with this you know the the, what when you're talking about one another what does it look like well there's an action that goes with it and i think you know the first thing the first list is definitely it's it's heart it's you and god together working and him you know him like fixing what he needs to fix and then you you go out and there these are actually because sometimes at you know at the end of a at the end of a one of these a a talk or a a podcast or preaching somebody's like okay what do i do Mm -hmm. what do how does what does it actually look like and the new testament is very clear on this this is what it looks like and it's a it's quite a long list and there's quite a lot of things that you can do and many Mm -hmm. of them you should be doing and can be doing on a daily basis. And it's the one and others. It's all of the one and others. And I know that there's a big, long list out there. The first few that I can think of, um, yeah. the love one another, you know, and, and how does that Absolutely. look practically and how does that look like with the serving? And, and, yeah. and so we need to just go down that list because that's what it looks like on a practical level.
1: Yeah. So, you know, John 13, some of our favorite passages, yeah, always. You know, Jesus, Jesus says a new commandment I give unto you. He tells the disciples this. He said, I'm giving you a new commandment. Okay. And so I'm sure the disciples are like, okay, grabbing yeah. out their, you know, pen and paper, what does this look like? <laughs> and he says, "You love one another uh-huh. as I have loved you. So you should love one another. Mm-hmm. So there's this immediate command as Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross and he's getting ready to leave. You're, we, we've been called to love one another. Yeah. And this is a tough command, but I think without this command, we don't get all the, we, it's hard to do any of the rest of the one right. another yeah. if you don't yeah. love one another, because it's almost yeah. impossible. We're also commanded, you know, Paul says in Galatians to serve one another, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You mentioned it, you know, um, you know, we should serve one another in, in humility and in love. We can't do that without love. You don't serve people. You don't, you know, no. it's either yeah. duty yeah. or it's, or it's
0: love, right? right? Yeah, right. And so the, the, the first one, yeah, the love one another as I, it's like, if you want to look like me, it's got to be sacrificial. It's got to be, again, it's got to be pure in heart yeah. that what does it look like? It's got to be completely free of any other motive than just, I, you know, I love, I love um, my brethren, you know, outside of it yeah. disconnected from me
1: yeah and this is not gush you know this is not no. you know we 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 define love in so many ways but i think let's get back to we're not talking about these are your best friends. you can love somebody mm-hmm. and they don't go out to eat with them every week yeah. uh, you can love people and you know they don't have to be your best friends or whatnot this is not a gush kind of of command mm-hmm. this is a put, put them before yourself
0: yeah yeah um
1: walk the extra mile with mm-hmm. um you know, show this unconditional love that I I love you with an unconditional love. I love you with a love that shows mercy Mm -hmm. and grace. I love you with a heart of forgiveness. So love like that. Yeah. Love like that. And honestly, Allison, if we did nothing, but that worked on that one thing for the whole 2024, I think our lives would be completely different.
0: It, our lives would be completely different, and the lives of everybody around us would be would be completely different. And I think that's the point, right? Uh, it's yeah. not. It's to it's to show love and 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 be that uh, be be that loving person, be that Christ, mm-hmm. you know, with skin on basically, you know, to somebody else. And that's those, so that's love. And then you, you mentioned the word forgiveness. And I think this is a big one because we are called to forgive one another, we are. you know, uh, Ephesians 432, be kind uh, one to another forgiving. One, yeah, another, one another, even mm-hmm. as Christ um, has has forgiven you, and so and that's a that's a tough one as oh, yeah. well. The love that the from so from out of love, we've got the service, and we've got forgiveness, and we've got kindness mm-hmm. that we we're do. supposed to, and they all have action steps and things that in you actually can do. It's not this nebulous um idea this is a practical and so love looks what does love look like it looks like serving one another it looks like um uh forgiving one another it looks like being yeah. kind to one another it looks like praying for one another yeah. it's really hard another. yeah it's really hard to continue to hate somebody if you're if you're <laughs> praying for them right absolutely
1: absolutely and you know james would go so far as mm. to say that you confess our sins to one another yeah and we pray for each other right yeah. so there's this kind of this tandem that James says and and, and James says you'll be healed that way mm-hmm. and and yeah. i think um i think it's really interesting that it's just woo i don't mm-hmm. know how much we actually practice this in our world today where we say you know let me tell you about where i'm struggling
0: mm-hmm. and can
1: can we pray together for me yeah
0: yeah yeah asking asking for in, help in confessing our sin. yeah exactly
1: but but it's really if we did more of that, I believe mm-hmm. as we pray for one another, we would see each other strengthen.
0: Mm-hmm. That's um, true. Yeah.
1: I, I really do. Uh, because, you know, the Bible also tells us to bear one another's burdens. Right. Right. And, you know, how do we? you say, well, man, I got enough of my burdens mm-hmm. already. Um, but I think what that, what that means is that, you know, we just walk that, that we walk that mile with people. We mm-hmm. can't carry everybody's burden, but right. honestly, there are people God will bring into our life. And, and, and for this, for such a time as this, we walk this journey with them and we help them carry a really heavy load in ways God calls us to. Mm-hmm. And what an amazing blessing that is, because sometimes all of us are in situations. We need another brother, sister in Christ to remind us God is good he loves us and we are going to survive this
0: right exactly and so looking for those moments and praying for those moments where can i serve where can i carry somebody's burden is this um is this is this possible can you know and and and, and without the love of christ it's not but we're that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to connect to that to that vine. I mean, you, Mm -hmm. you talked about John 13 and the continuing on John 13, John 15, that the being connected to that vine is what allows us to, um, you know, to get connected to and, and to produce fruit. And, Mm -hmm. and one of those fruits is love. And one of those, you know, one of those, one of those, um, pieces is kindness and, and the carrying one of those burdens and actually being able to, to serve each other in that way. That's so important, um, to, it's so important the vulnerability of asking, pulling, and I and it really starts. I feel like if because we we practice this, you know, we do celebrate recovery every mm-hmm. every Friday at the workshop, and that's one of the things that's a big one for us at the Mercy Workshop is uh, because everybody's so well. I didn't do that. I I was never that bad. I was never that, and it's changed. Right. The workshop has changed now to where we are able to share um, with each other, and I sit among all of the other women. And I'm sharing, you know, my burdens and what I'm struggling with. And I, I, there was a couple of weeks ago and one of the, you know, one of the rules for celebrate recovery is you're actually not supposed to visibly or physically respond or react to what somebody else is saying. They're just talking, you know what I'm saying? They're just sharing. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to try to fix them. You're just supposed to listen. Um, but I couldn't, but Dominicans it's, it's impossible. Uh, (laughs) or I, you know, I mean, you knew, you know, but it is impossible for Dominicans to listen to something and not respond. And so, and I actually shared uh, of, uh, a, a sin that I had been struggling with. I shared that in group and there was a couple of them that were, uh, you know, um, yeah, raise their eyebrows up. or I, eyes go up or I, you know, mouth drops open or whatever. Um, but the vulnerability that we've seen this year and the connection mm-hmm. that we've seen this year among this group of women who are being vulnerable, want to it to each other who are, and they quote this Bible verse all the time in James, you know, confessing your you know faults one to another and praying for one another. Yeah. Um, and that the healing that has happened is so important, but I feel like so many times we'll, we'll listen to somebody else's, but we don't want to, we don't want to, to confess our own. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's again, back to the pure in heart, that's just pride. And, and when we can break that barrier, then I, it does have a domino effect and everybody is like, okay, we're all. You know, we're all struggling. We're all praying for one another. We're not just gathering information, you know, to share at the next coffee time. We're we're really <laughs> we really are praying for one another. And yeah. you know, so the loving one another, serving, be kind. You know, bear each other's burdens, um, forgiving one another, submitting to one another. Not mm. every you know those are. Yeah. If somebody, if you just go through the list of all the one another's in Scripture, in the, in the New Testament especially, there's. That is a practical way, but like you said, even just starting with love, <laughs> even just starting with how do I show love in a practical way to somebody today? Is it yeah. listening? Is it helping them? You know, mm-hmm. do something that it, whatever it is, uh, those are some ways. And and pray. I feel like just opening opening Matthew five praying with an open heart and just saying, Lord, I show me where, where I'm struggling with this. And then mm-hmm. give me somebody today or something today within my church family, within my Christian world that I can, I can start showing these one another's too.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I think Paul says in the book of Romans that we honor one another above ourselves. Mm, yeah. And I think to be honest with you, one of the greatest pushbacks that we have when we start trying to step into this there's always those voices in our head that say yeah but you need somebody to help you carry your burdens and you need somebody Mm -hmm. to love you and man you'd love to have a friend and i bet yeah sure we need you need somebody to serve you and and suddenly i think it's really quick and very easy for us to turn inward yeah and and i think one of the greatest things that the bible teaches us is as we as we love we receive love. And as we, Mm -hmm. as we serve and we, this is where we find our greatest joys. Yeah. And I think those voices, they don't, they want us to say, well, let me have my due first. Yeah. And then I'll give you yours
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, of my leftovers. And I think it's in the opposite uh, of the, the way God teaches us in his word. It is that we give God pours into us. Mm-hmm. and we give out of a, not necessarily out of an overflowing cup, mm-hmm. but we yeah. give good days, bad days, hard days, yeah. easy days. We, we love, we serve, we pray, we bear one another. So we do these things, even when our, it's difficult for us. Yeah. Even when we've, we feel like we need it. And what ends up happening is, and I can't explain it. I can't tell you how it works. The closest illustration I can come to you is the joy of giving a gift is so much greater than receiving a gift. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's something awesome and cool about giving someone a gift and you get so excited. You know, we've just gotten through the Christmas uh, uh, holidays and, you know, it's something so cool. I, I think those of you that are parents would understand this. You you go out and you you buy your kid that that present that you know they want, and you just can't wait to see their face when they open it up.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's the joy. And I that yeah, is we, the joy. Yeah. And we get we you're right. We do get and I you we get so selfish immediately. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you do one thing for somebody and then you're like, well, nobody did that for me. But I feel right. like if you create <laughs> If you create, and I'm, I'm the chief of that. I'm like, well, nobody else is doing it, you know, but you, you, but I feel like you create a a domino effect. Uh, It's kind of a ripple effect. If I'm loving somebody, then they're gonna, they're loving somebody else and they're paying it forward Mm -hmm. or, you know, and, and, and even if they don't, that's the thing. It's not love until somebody loves you back. It's love, no matter what it's honoring Mm -hmm. above let each esteem other better than themselves and so you know the question is what do you really deserve uh, yep. you know and what what are you what are you expecting and that's the the command is not love until somebody you know or wait till somebody loves you back and then you'll have plenty to give um it's it's really and i think the overflowing you're right we're not we're not pouring from an overflow necessarily we're pouring whatever's given to us we give to somebody else whatever's given to us we give to somebody yeah. else and it's not waiting until my cup is full and then giving from the overflow yeah. it's like oh hey i got a little bit let me give it out hey i got a little bit more let me give that out. And that's, I feel like that's, that's more, uh, more of what the the new Testament teaches.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and I think that, I think all of us, um, if we want to live our faith out in the church, we, we have to stand for what's right in the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We we, Bible says there's wolves Mm. that have come among us. So we have to understand that even in our, in our church houses, not everybody knows Christ. Yeah. And so, we're, we're letting our light shine even in the church and we're yeah. doing what's right, even in amongst the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so understanding that the body of Christ is broken yeah, and the body of Christ is, is not always a rep, a good representation of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I want to be a good yeah. representation of mm-hmm. God. Right. And so I have an, I have a responsibility. To even amongst the, the followers of Christ, I have a responsibility to love, to serve, to bear burdens, to forgive, to pray for, uh, you know, to encourage and edify. And th- I, ha- I have a call. That's my call. I am called yeah. to do that amongst the body mm-hmm. and believing and knowing that God will give me the strength to do that even if I'm not always treated right, even if I'm not always, if it doesn't always go right for me. And I think that's just so important for all of us to kind of get in our minds, because honestly, if we do unto others as they do unto us. Yeah,
0: Yeah, no, that's a vicious cycle. And it's not gonna, it's not gonna go well. Um, and, but you're right. I think we can, we have to, no matter what, because inside the church, there are wolves, there are, there are unsaved. There's also people just living in in disobedience. There's people who aren't living right. And they're gonna, and it's so much easier just to be floating toward that group because they're, they're in church. They look fine. And we know really they're not where they're supposed to be, but we're comfortable because we're not where we're supposed to be. And nobody's calling each other up to some, you know absolutely and nobody's exhorting one another to good work and that's what i mean in hebrews that's what the point of the church is go to (laughs) church so that you can exhort each other to do good things you know Mm -hmm. not go to church so you can feel good about how bad everybody's living um while they're you know while they're looking churchy (laughs) um that's not that's not hebrews and um i but it's so it's so interesting to find you can find your tribe um That is just kind of living on the margins, but looking, looking churchy instead of calling each other up to the next, you know, to the next step in obedience or just serving Mm -hmm. one another and saying, uh, or exhorting one another. And that's the hard one because it's so much easier Mm -hmm. just to let those little things slide. And I'm not saying go to church just so you can pick out everybody's, um, everybody's (laughs) faults, but I'm saying if you have a church friend that needs to be called to a better, um, that needs to be corrected or needs to be, um, what, what is the word that needs to be just, yeah, well, you know, some people just need to, we need to chase them down. Just, yeah. You
1: know, we've let people go and, and we right, know they're yeah. not where they need to be. And nobody's saying a word to them. Mm-hmm. And I think in love, we've got to get to those people and say, look, I love you enough to risk our relationship and yeah. be here and speak into your life and what mm-hmm. in the world's going on with you. Yeah. And, and so, you know, there is that moment, I think where we love people enough, to, to, to speak into their lives, um, and, and asking God to let us be again, let us be the hands and the feet of Jesus mm-hmm. yeah. inside the body of believers right. that we encounter, whether it be in our own local churches or whether mm-hmm. it be around the world, as we interact yeah. with people from, from many different churches and many different groups, but we have an opportunity to say, wait a minute, are we followers of Christ? Well, if we are, then we are family.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so we're, that's, that's what we're supposed to do. And that's faith in action within, you know, within the body. And I, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's, we've, you know, we've left you with these two long lists, um, yes. but it's not, we, we didn't write the new Testament uh, it's there, we not, and, no. we, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but there we, we just need to read it every once in a while, but, you know, just go back through prayerfully mm-hmm. uh, Matthew five and, and read Matthew five through seven and read the sermon of the Mount on the Mount and look at, you know, and ask. God to, to show you what, what needs to be changed and then ask him to, you know, ask him for those moments where you can start loving and serving and, and, and and being kind and forgiving one another within your church, within your church family. And I think that's a great way to begin your, you know, to continue your journey into this, into this new year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what we want to encourage you to do get in the word, start looking like Jesus and then go Mm -hmm. live like Jesus uh, and put your faith into action. Let's quit talking about our faith uh, and let's start actually living out our faith and putting it in action. So we hope that you do this. We'd love to hear your stories, your comments, your thoughts about how life's going on your end. We'd love to read those and we also love to share them. So until next time, stay rooted deep.
0: Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, Go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.